0: Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of the Noble Podcast. We have been on a bit of a hiatus with episodes and updates just due to life and business and everything else and so we thought today we would do a quick update podcast just to get back on track and fill people in on what's been happening. So uh, Nick, why you, know, when you Peter, start?
1: Up? Peter, I'm surprised no you know nobody reached out and asked if we were still alive. So you know we want to make sure you
0: know we didn't we didn't
1: die. Yeah. So I know there's people that are probably really worried, losing sleep about whether or not we're still around.
0: We well, you know they so. say if, if you're ever wondering if anyone cares that you're still alive, just stop paying your bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you start off? Let's give us a brief update on what you've been up to in your world and your life.
1: Yeah, so we've been working on. You know, a number of new features, uh, big and small. We've been working on a grain inventory tracking feature for most, you know, for probably about the last five months. We've put the finishing, we're really getting close to putting the finishing touches on that. Uh, we're gonna kind of have it just sit in the background. Uh, don't think it's something we wanna release uh, right in the middle of harvest. And so I'm in the process of working with some customers Testing out that feature, and then <clears throat> we're really scoping out uh, a new big uh, set of integrations that we're going to work on starting the first part of November. And so we're, we're planning to work in these you know, two-month, you know, somewhere between. We got to find the right pace, four to eight-week cycles, where we, you know, pick a set of kind of user stories and. Tackle them over that next couple months, and so don't really want to get in a. That way you're not making multi, you know <coughs> year-long, 18-month-long investments in, in product. Uh, you're making you know just a continuous series of small bets and improvements, and so if uh, that that way you just prevent yourself from making any any big mistakes. And so uh, working on finishing this grain inventory feature, our next big set of features, which is integrations and then uh, at the same time we're gonna do some different marketing here going forward gonna roll out a dealer network and so we're building out the infrastructure to handle the handle and support those dealers and that's really you know what I've been working on is is that combined with keeping up on blog posts writing email content um, probably going to be looking to hire a couple people here in the next you know quarter or two starting with a customer support customer success person to to do more proactive outreach to our customer base Uh, historically our inbound customer support is just a a handful a week so that's not even enough to yeah not even close to enough to have a full-time person to help the inbound support but if we can reach out and do proactive support i think that will you know greatly benefit our customers and and the business
0: kind of watch usage and encourage people to take advantage of features or what's new and, and that kind of stuff right
1: yeah so if we notice that somebody <laughs> isn't using the software uh, you know proactively reach reach out mm-hmm. um, and then just you know continually build out documentation tutorials you know maybe even get into some of the you know some of the marketing and, and the, the product marketing as well so
0: so what did that grain inventory feature look like building that out because I know I was involved a little bit in the yep. start and the inception of that how has that changed from kind of the original vision or what's that journey looked like for you guys
1: so we we added we added a, a contract settlements feature um, we we kind of just kept iterating on it as we went and so it Kind of got to the point where it was just, you know, it was just in a constant state of not being finished. So we kind of had to draw a line in the sand on, you know, let's not overthink this. Uh, You know, it's it is fairly complex to handle. uh, You know, specifically if you handle if you're doing calculations and then you go back and you change one of the variables that was in the past, you know, making your handling all those changes. And keeping all of your data you know, accurate and at the same time fast and timely, right. and not having you know thirty-second loading screens. So it's it's been a little bit of a battle. The, the one thing that we worked on is the contract settlements. And so if you have if you're harvesting and you have let's say you're harvesting soybeans or yeah soybeans, you have two semis. One goes to town. One goes to your on-farm storage. Yeah. Um, you need to be able to assign those loads to a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that's going to the grain elevator, and so we built that into the feature. And then um, we have Agrimatics Libra Grain Cart Scale app. Their loads coming into the app. Um, we're going to be working with the the bushel team. The, they make the app that Grain Elevators connect to and you can get scale tickets mm-hmm. and contract settlements from there. So really it's just all about handling the, the production side of the farm, specifically the weights. You know, not just yields and yield maps, but um, on a load by load basis, tracking weights. So it's been you know, a, a fairly complex thing to just get right from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from just you know mainly a a UI standpoint but then trying to structure the data in a way that's um, both accurate, um, well-tested, and then fast and intuitive so
0: are you doing anything to account for shrink in the drying process if they're drying corn or soybeans or anything like that going into the bin or is that just kind of fall in the doesn't really matter no no we have we have shrink
1: factors, we have moisture conversion, so dry bushel, Mm -hmm. wet bushels to dry bushels, um, you know FM, you know whatever kind of discounts Uh, you know, you can attach you know, you can attach pictures of the grain or pictures of a scale ticket Um, yeah, so I think it's, it's turned out really nice so far just need to there's a couple little nuances that need to get a farmer perspective on, and that's what we're going to do here. And then probably end of November mm-hmm. we'll launch that feature. Yeah, this
0: is kind of the time they're hot and heavy with moving a lot of inventory with harvest yeah, and, yeah. and drying and storage. And in fact, shout out to my my dad and my brother. They started their soybeans last yesterday, <coughs> which they were hoping to start a month ago, but, you yeah. know, the weather got... <laughs> <laughs> the weather didn't got got in the way of that, so they're pretty excited to get get going. And so I know people are really, especially in this area, focused on getting stuff off the ground and into the bin or to the elevator. And so it's it's not a good time to be testing a new, yep. a new feature. So yep. it'll be good for you to wait. And then when people are doing some of the winter yeah hauling and that kind of stuff, will be a little slower pace time for you to, yep. to do that. So definitely less well, exciting. So what do you got coming up on on the horizon You've, in the next couple months?
1: You know really it's don't have too much travel booked Uh, we're going to do some stuff in you know january february time frame i'm sure there'll be some meetings we'll be doing in um, in december but really just kind of you know need to we put a job posting out for this customer success role uh, need to move forward with that process that's probably the biggest near-term action item on my list and then just a whole different variety of little marketing tasks that i'm working on so Mm -hmm. from from messaging to potentially getting some nice videos made um to just you know doing some budgeting and then just the the fun you know day to day you know back end of the business of just you know managing numbers Mm -hmm. and um you know staying on top of that side of it too yeah so the you know the fun kind of sexy marketing people see from the outside to the to the not so sexy um, managing the numbers, doing the budgeting, planning, hiring, and just kind of longer term growth plans. Got to do all
0: that to keep 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 blood in the veins and make yep. sure everything's moving yep. the right way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: How about yourself? What's been going on with <coughs> Genesis Feed Technologies?
0: Well, you know. The other day, um, I've been getting into a rhythm of, you know, once a month, making sure the checking account is reconciled and sending out, you know, financial statements to the co-founders and the spouses and just the general, up and then with that, a general update of what's going on and where we've been and where we're going. Mm-hmm. And I sat down to to write that and I thought, well, what am I going to write about today? And then I started writing and it just, all these different things just kind of came out that, I, that I've been doing or working on that when I got to that, I'm like wow there's <laughs> it really has been a lot <clears throat> a lot happening so it's fun to take time like that just to reflect on where you're at and where you where you're going so I was kind of looking forward to doing this update and talking about uh, some of those things so in the past uh, few months you know we've we've released our features to our initial customers uh, they've been using it and I've been putting on a project manager hat a little bit just to make sure that they're getting the right use out of it, that they're testing the things that they need to test and that the different groups using the software, communicating with each other and understanding what's what's going on. So bringing people together, do demos, do training, ask questions and, and a lot of that kind of hand-holding stuff to uh, make sure they're using it because it's one thing for someone to buy something and for them to pay you money for it and then it's another thing for them to start using it in their day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And so as much as they know it's gonna save them time and money and be beneficial to them, they're kinda of used to doing things a certain way, so I have to help them kind of get on that different different track. So I've been been working with customers to to do that, and that's been that's been a really good exercise. We've gotten some small feature enhancements. It's really nice when a you know customer says, Gosh, we could do this in a window and then the next day I can email them and say, Hey, we've got that in place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so doing doing different things like that. Uh, we're working on a, a project, and I'm going to talk about this in a little more detail uh, at Cultivate when I speak at that November, and I noticed Nick's also speaking at that event too, yep. so that'll that'll be fun for both of us to be on stage or at different times.
1: So Cultivate, you know, I think, at emergingprairie.com backslash Cultivate, or if you just Google Cultivate Conference in Fargo, it's a uh, kind of a one-afternoon technology conference, so with Welcome I went, anybody to attend.
0: I went last year as an attendee, and it was it was a really powerful conference. They had really good speakers, and they have an Ask a Farmer panel where where they just talk about things and just trying to get different people from from AgTech together to speak and talk about what's mm-hmm. what's going on. So if you can make it, it's it's a, it's a good event. And tell them the Noble Podcast sent you if, if you do sign up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so getting ready to speak for that, but uh, we're working on a project. Uh, with a soybean crusher out of Malaysia and they buy a large amount of soybeans from groups here in the US and so we're going to uh, work to take the NIR the near-infrared data uh, from the samples that are sent and compare that to what is received just to make sure the quality is consistent and down the road that's going to turn into collecting the sample data to create a place where these buyers overseas can look at what's available and what the quality is and they can decide who to buy from. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the NIR analysis is going to happen right here on campus at, at NDSU at the Northern Crops Institute, so we're kind of working out the details of that, but I've been doing a little bit of project management on that too, working with this group in Malaysia, then this NIR group that has country operations in three different places that I've been working with uh, the Northern Crops Institute, the grain exporter, uh, the different labs, and so just trying to kind of juggle all that. In the meantime, we have another NIR uh, pilot going on with the group down in Brazil on a different piece that I've been working with our reseller down there just to make sure he has what he needs for uh, some shows and some different meetings Mm -hmm. that he has. So even like, you know, last night at 1030 at night, he sent me a message saying he got these things updated, so got out of bed, fired up my old laptop that has windows and stuff on it that I need, and generated a bunch of XML files, imported them, logged the data, created some charts, (laughs) and sent it to him. (laughs) So I was doing that last night. Um, Today, in about a half hour, we've got a gentleman coming here uh, to the incubator, and we're going to have an all-day meeting with him where we're working on it's not a joint venture it's uh we're going to refactor some code in his platform and have some sort of shared ownership in that and kind of bring components of our platform together to go to market and so that's going to be a big part of our strategy for uh for next year so really excited about uh, that meeting yeah Uh, earlier this or last week i did a photo shoot with fargo inc for i think it's going to be in the november issue Where they're doing a article about entrepreneurs and their side hustles and this whole thing came about because earlier this year when cash was getting tight for the business i made a decision to go drive truck on the farm and so sitting in the water truck on the semi and i took a picture of me sitting there posted it on linkedin and then i asked people what kind of side hustles have you had and and got some really fun conversations from people that have done fencing projects or people that have like, you know, flip industrial warehouse products to, to sell to um, keep their business going and, and whatnot. And anyways I had a fun conversation with people and kind of forgot about the post. Well mm-hmm. about a week and a half ago I got an email from the new editor of Fargo Inc. He had seen that post because the former editor took a screenshot of it and sent it to him. And then he reached out to me and said, we'd like to do a story about entrepreneurs and their side hustles uh-huh. and feature you. <laughs> that's awesome. In it. So, you know, you just never know what's going to happen with with content. So that's, um, that's kind of fun. Uh, then in the meantime, just, you know, the general operations of our business and looking forward to like, what are we going to do in the beginning of next year? Um, budgeting, starting to plan for some trips and marketing, applying for a few grants and uh, putting proposals to a few uh, commodity boards for some investment in some prototypes that we're developing and and that type of thing. Just kind of a, a fun little mix of stuff. And then on the side, I've been doing my, my sales consulting. Mm-hmm. So I've got a few clients with that now that I've been, been working with and that's been going really well. I did a prospecting workshop where we had 26 people there. Um, Got really good feedback from from everyone that was there one person as soon as they left they implemented some new strategies and they've been so busy writing proposals and getting sales now because they've made that shift in their sales strategy they don't have enough time to meet with me to do the sales training that they hired me Uh to do afterwards so it's a really good problem yeah to have and um, more to come on that in the future but we're looking at doing some monthly Workshops like that with some other groups trying to finalize some of the agreements on it. Sure So a lot of different things in the meantime Just hanging out with my girls doing daddy-daughter dates eating ice cream going to Ferris wheels and zoos and That kind of thing and spending time with my wife taking her on dates and you yep. know, yep. you know Sleep read books and whatever else I get to do in the in the meantime, so It's been really full really busy and for me It's been really rewarding to look back and see like all the stuff that's happening right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: over the past, it's coming on a year when I sure. left my job and started doing this full time. <clears throat> and to see some of the fruits of all that hard work starting to come together has been really encouraging because when you get going in the day to day, it's easy just to lose sight of lose sight of that. So that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what's been going on with me in the next few months. Um, I'm gonna be working on some larger projects and speaking at Cultivate, going to a Founders Retreat, at some point, I'll be going to Indonesia for a consulting project, maybe twice. Got to get that kind of...
1: <laughs> pick the cold pick January, February for that.
0: Get that kind of firmed up. Uh, likely the last week of October, I could end up going there. And then sometime in December for a, a thing that we're, we're doing. And then um, the first three months of the year, are pretty busy for trade shows for the feed industry. So sure. we'll be going to a lot of those. So, yeah, trying to get all that sorted out.
1: Yep. So thinking, you know, kind of stepping in a little into a little more detail of of your business, you know, we both have software businesses. Uh, one, you know, one kind of lesson or one thing I'm thankful for is we made uh is we got the initial version of Harvest Profit built. Um, we made a kind of strategic decision to, you know. Prioritize testing in the software. You know, software to somebody from the outside maybe doesn't realize how important testing is, and it's almost like playing uh, playing a game of Jenga, where <laughs> you're making changes. A lot of them are easy, but all of a sudden, it's like it's a it's like making Jenga without being able to feel the the, the tension in one of the blocks. So you 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 take one block and you move it, right. and all of a sudden you know, things break and and errors come out. So that's one thing that I think we've, that I'm thankful for. Um, We've been just really prioritizing, making sure our code is tested. Uh, There's still things that occasionally slip through the cracks, but just curious on you guys, you know, getting up and running, you know, the the emphasis is getting the product in customers' hands, Uh, you know, from a testing standpoint, uh, you know where where are you guys at in, in your code base. It's something that not a lot of people from outside the software industry will even yep. even understand or empathize with. But it's a it's a, a really important thing.
0: Well, our our philosophy has been number one: software has to be functional. Yep. Where the things are supposed to do the things the way that they're described to do mm-hmm. them, right? <coughs> so we've been very careful about making sure that that happens and then the next level is to make sure it's usable so it's one thing that an import actually works and it's another thing for it to take five minutes versus five seconds right so we've been going through those those steps along the way and just you know testing those pieces and then on the on the back end side and phil could talk about this a lot more than i could but he's he's done a lot to write uh, testing cases and things for um, our apis and our endpoints and all the all the different things on the back side of it to make sure things are working the way that they should and from day one because a lot of times in software that'll get neglected yeah and so because he's made the investment to do that and keep it up to date we've either found things before someone else notices them or as soon as they do notice that we already have a fix yeah in place or about to about to have it have it fixed so uh, that that's been very very key for us I want to start writing some test cases for the front end type of stuff sure. so just having these when we introduce a new feature go ahead and da, 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 test all these different things to make sure they still work just to make sure something on the on the front end hasn't gotten gotten messed up but right now we're just really specific on what we what we test with it so that, that's kind of the next step of that for us is to sure. Make sure that sure. but it's, it's so important because you know, you may make one change on one thing. Like you said, it's that it's that Jenga piece with that tension where you think, "Oh, I'm just touching this; it's not going to affect something else over over here." And then it can cause something else to yep. to break. And we, we've had we've had a few instances like that where we we added a feature to delete a user or delete an integration. Well, then there was one spot where some field needed to be added on a database or something needed to be checked that we caught in our in our testing. or when we released a new feature we were trying to do something then that didn't that didn't work so yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah
1: untested software is kind of like a house of cards you don't know when a wind gust is going to come by and and knock it all down so it's good to hear that you're making making that investment so if you had to if you had to kind of outline one goal here for maybe between now and thanksgiving what would you know what would that be
0: uh, finalize this agreement with the guy that we're coming—that's coming in to talk to us mm-hmm. today—and have a clear plan for what that project is going to look like because it's, okay. it's a key part of our strategy for Perfect. the coming year. Yep. How about you?
1: I want to get our new feature kind of fully scoped out. We're starting on November fifth, so by the time we take off. You know, two, three weeks later for Thanksgiving, I want to have our, have a lot of our discovery done, well thought out. And so we can spend, you know, the month of December just executing and getting this new feature built. Right. So that's kind of my, my big game plan. And then along with you know, some other little marketing stuff.
0: Cool. Well, that's it for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. In our next episode, we're going to talk about some of our favorite uh, tools and things that we like to use. So uh, that'll be coming out uh, next week. And until then, if you have any thoughts or comments, uh, leave them to us and look forward to hearing from you.